Welcome to Discoculia Headlines Weekly, a podcast where we share news, information, resources, tips and tricks about Discoculia. You can subscribe to this podcast via iTunes and then search for Discoculia Headlines. You can also find us on the web at discoculiaheadlines.com and then click on the podcast page. Welcome to Discoculia Headlines Weekly. This is our podcast for week four of 2016. And with us is Dr. Schroeder, the founder of Discoculia Services, and she's going to help us look through our links that we posted this week on discoculiaheadlines.com. Welcome, Dr. Schroeder. Happy to be here. Happy to be here, indeed. Well, uh, let's jump right in. We have a very complicated uh, first link here. It's, uh, it comes straight from China, a recent study. And it talks about uh, an impaired digital memory retrieval for children with dyscalculia. What can we learn here from our Chinese friends? Yes, yes. This is a a very interesting scholarly article from China. And it mentions that students with dyscalculia often have an issue with digital memory retrieval. So although this is a study about a small group, only 18 children, mm. uh, but they had 200, uh, they had uh, controls, um, it is still important. And they showed uh, significant differences in the digital memory retrieval um, in the frontal regions and at an, a later stage, Uh, because this is a functional MRI study, like 300 to 400 milliseconds later. We talk about small uh, times, but (laughs) that's how quickly our brain processes information to uh, around 700 uh, milliseconds. And then the brain does actually something else with the information. And you can show differences in the old, new effect. So actually, does the brain recognize that... Uh, the, the owner of the brain has seen something before. Can he retrieve the information about that? And what was their conclusion? And their conclusion was that it was not only in the frontal region, but also in the central parietal regions that those kids with um, dyscalculia had um, memory retrieval issues. Okay. So it overlaps, and maybe one is the reason of the other. Maybe okay. the retrieval issues eventually lead to the dyscalculia symptoms. So before we were talking about three centers in the brain that were either not functioning or or not communicating with each other, and that causes dyscalculia. And now from this study, they suggest that also the retrieval of the memory may be impaired, and therefore that could be an additional reason why dyscalculia exists. Absolutely. Or that may cause the other brain centers to to dysfunction. Certainly, certainly. And and looking at only 18 children with 18 controls, this is more of a pilot study, but I'm sure we will see more of this in the the near future. Right. Okay. Well, um, I would say let's play a game. We have a link here to a dyslexia and dyscalculia Jeopardy game. So we'll make... uh, Let's make one team. We're both on the same team. Here we go. We'll start the... Uh, okay, now. Types of uh, dyscalculia. Uh, for how many dollars do you want to play? Yeah, l- let me explain here that um, the game is a uh, copy of the um, well-known Jeopardy game. Right. And yet you can, just like with the real Jeopardy, select uh, easier and harder questions depending on how much money you want to Okay, game. well... Uh, so, you want to go first? Yeah, let's go to the first question, which is about history. History, $100, we'll, mm-hmm. we'll start easy. 
Okay, this term was used by Adolf Kusamal to describe children that could not read through their eyes, though their eyesight was perfect. Yes, I think that's dyslexia. Dyslexia, so the correct response would be, what is dyslexia? You're very good. You're very good. Uh, let me see now. Okay, we're trained professionals here, so let's go to types of dyscalculia for 500, the most complicated this type of dyscalculia is not limited to oral or written understanding. It is a generalized difficulty with understanding numbers and math as a whole. Now That's the underlying issue that's related to number sense. And this is a, um, a type of dyscalculia which is kind of the, the basic. It's so idiognostic is one of the words that's been used for that. But it's not a very common used uh, word. Uh, we usually say um, developmental dyscalculia that also covers this. The answer is what is adiognostic dyscalculia. Okay, so, okay. But you would correct the game and say, actually, you can better refer to it as um, as developmental dyscalculia. We'll do one more for $200 uh, on definitions. Uh, is a specific learning disability that's neurological in nature and severely difficulty in learning to read. Well, that they describe the decoding part of the dyslexia here. Yeah, so, and the response would be, what is dyslexia? Okay, well, it's a very basic game. Uh, we put it in there for fun. It's for people that want to just keep their knowledge uh, updated, and uh, it'd, be, uh, it'd be fun to, uh, to look at. Uh, our next link goes to a personal story and it's on the uh, understood uh, website um, and what can we learn here this is Savannah yes Savannah tells her story and um, she had um, uh, a lot of issues in school and one of her ideas is uh, that she needed to relax take a lot of breaks to keep her uh, nervousness at bay and she actually worked really hard she was in special ed before with her dyscalculia and she worked so hard that she tested out of special ed but she will keep using the surface as she sees that it helps her so she doesn't see it as a as a curse but really as a blessing and she told her story, it's ongoing, and she will be in college in Arizona State soon. She actually won a scholarship. And it uh, featured her at one of our favorite websites, Understood. So she has some advice for all students with learning differences. And she says, keep working hard and never give up. Okay, well, let's listen. Let's see if we can hear some of it. Thinking about my LD journey, I would have to say I wish I knew about it sooner because I didn't know I had a learning disability in math until I was in sixth grade and not everyone understood that I had trouble with math and trouble in school in general. And they weren't as supportive in that environment as I would have hoped they were. I tell my friends now that I do have a learning disability because I feel like that helps them understand me better and they're very supportive and they will help me in class and with homework a lot more than they used to. My 
So that's uh, so that's good. Yeah, so she she has really adopted it, accepted it, and uh, and also is proactive and talks about it with her uh, with her friends. Absolutely, and and she actually tells that she attended a conference specifically uh, about learning disabilities, and it it turned out to be that she was the only person at her table of ten people who was diagnosed with dyscalculia, and even at that. Uh, conference, even more surprisingly, none of the other participants at her table had ever heard of it. <laughs> That's amazing. That's amazing. We're talking with Dr. Schroeder, the founder of Discoculia Services, and we're looking at the links provided on our website, discoculiaheadlines.com. The next link uh, goes to, uh, again, something about neuroimaging, but this time they're talking about clearer images. Is, is this your brain in, in, in 1080p or 4K? Or? Well, th these are uh, functional MRI studies. Oh, okay. And uh, that is based on um, the amount of blood flow and um, energy expenditure that a specific part of the brain um utilizes so if a part of the brain gets more active it uses more energy it needs a more a more increased blood flow so right. when you can show that on a picture you can actually say where the activity is located at that specific point in time so that's how functional MRI shows us what's going on if we process some information be it uh, looking at things, or reading, or doing calculations while we are in the MRI machine. Okay. Now, the interesting thing in this article is that um, they are able to make much more clear um, pictures, so we can see in more detail where specific actions take place in the brain, and they have uh, seen that both hemispheres work together to recognize written numbers and that there is even a specific visual number form area, NFA, that does that. This was all done at the Friedrich Schiller University of Jena and uh, it's linked to our amazing plasticity of our brain because we need to recognize that we only use written numbers for a couple of th ten thousands of years and we already have a, a structural uh, visual number form area built in in our brain, so that's fantastic. That is fantastic, mm -hmm. yeah. And so and so they have like a new machine that makes uh, clearer pictures and that shows us more evidence of where the activity is in the brain. Well, it's basically the same type of uh, MRI machine, but the settings of how it calculates uh, the pixels is more refined. Is more refined. So refined. the picture that comes out of it is okay. more in detail. Okay. Okay, so that's good news. That's good news. Well, our last link for the week, I must say, is one of my favorite topics here, and uh, and that's chocolate. And um, and here's a it it comes from Twitter. Here's a Ember Wilder, and uh, and she actually buys Hershey bars, and um, and then uses those. To, uh, to teach fractions. <laughs> well, I'm sure that this is the way to get your students to love your math class. 
Uh, I actually use um, kind of plastic models for that, which also look like a Hershey bar and that you can fold to show the fractions, but I'm sure that uh, Mrs. Wilbur's... do not eat those. <laughs> I'm sure that Mrs. Wilbur's class is the most favorite. Yeah, on the pictures you see them uh, with a stack of uh, fractions, chocolate fractions in front of them. So this is a very good idea, just for, you know, some relaxation during the uh, the math class. Well, thank you very much. Those were the links uh, from Disco Coolia headlines this week. Uh, and we talked about it with Dr. Schroeder. Uh, Disco Coolia headlines.com uh, is where you can find all the links. Disco Coolia services is Dr. Schroeder's website. And you can follow her also on Facebook, Pinterest, and Twitter. There's free downloads and a free Disco Coolia screener available on her website, Disco Coolia services.com. Disco Coolia Headlines Weekly is a production from DiscoCuliaHeadlines.com. You can find us on the web at DiscoCuliaHeadlines.com and we are on Twitter at DiscoCuliaHead. You can also find us on Facebook, we have a board on Pinterest and on Flipboard. Search for DiscoCulia Headlines or follow the links on our webpage. You can send your questions, comments and contributions to communications at DiscoCuliaHeadlines.com and we may even discuss it in one of our upcoming podcasts. We hope this was useful for you and until next week, you can count on us.